entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is indeed the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz happened to be sitting in for Glenn. Welcome to 2023 as dictated by Colorado. Now, I've not spent a huge amount of time in Colorado, although the, I, I think the last time I was there, it's the Pepsi Arena, right? I was there for the for the coronation. That's what, no, not King Charles, Barack Obama. They had these big, goofy styrofoam columns and just all sorts of bizarre stuff going on, including, this is the best part, this is what I remember about Denver, about that Pepsi Arena and, and, and the, the, the nomination of Barack Obama. I remember all of the, the trash cans, except they weren't really trash cans. They were trash cans, but each of them was labeled. And, and, and this was for recycling cardboard, and this was for recycling cardboard that didn't, well, didn't look like the other cardboard in the other can. And then this one was for recycling plastic, and uh, there was one to recycle the plastic that didn't fit in the bin that was to recycle plastic. And then there was finally trash. Guess what I did? I followed the truck. I followed these guys from the arena as they took all the bins and they dumped them into one giant bin, which they then dumped into a trash truck, which then drove out to the landfill where everything was just tipped out of the truck. (laughs) Well, there we go. There we go. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. That was my last experience in Colorado. So what's my next experience? I realized just what I thought. Oh, my gosh. They cannot possibly venture further into lunacy than, than convincing people at this, this convention. Well, we're, we are, we're doing great work with the recycling, and we're separating everything, and you're doing a great job. Oh, my gosh. Take a sticker and a ribbon and a smiley face out of petty cash. Oh, we're so proud of you. But then sort of kind of behind the scenes... Somebody had to be laughing, right? Because somebody had to manufacture all of the, the so-called recycling bins and all of the labels and all of the, the people who were employed doing that. Don't you think somebody behind the scenes was going, God, these folks are idiots. 
Can you believe that? No. Watch, watch this guy. Watch this guy. So he's got a he's got a plate which we think is styrofoam, but we're not entirely sure. He has uh, silverware that's actually you know plastic. He's got a napkin that's that's paper, and then he has some sort of soy infused tofu piece of garbage that was a meal that also needs to be thrown out. And people would just take it all separately, put, and then behind the scenes, where I was, because you have to remember. They knew who you were when you were on that little radio row. So they're like, well, all right. So a big conservative, loudmouth dude. We're not giving him a prime spot. We'll put him over there near the trash bins. I had the best view of all. And in my lovely rented car, I did. I followed that trash truck to the dump. Where all of the hard work of all of the well-meaning, upstanding, we didn't even have the term you woke then. But they did what they were told to do. And they didn't mind telling you to do what they were told to do either. But here's what the problem was. Nobody asked a question. Not a single solitary one of these folks said, "Uh, excuse me. What are we doing with this stuff? What are you doing with this stuff? Why am I put in a position where I have to do all of this? Are you doing something? Because it would only be at that point where somebody would either have to, A, tell the truth, or B, flat out lie. Either way, though, you'd have some reaction. Instead, these folks just followed along. Never questioning, never asking, never thinking. So I haven't been in Colorado since then. And now I wake up and I find out. Four members of the Colorado Supreme Court have said, we're going to protect democracy by denying you the right to vote. What? Explain this to me again. So in a place where the air is so thin, there are a lot of people that cannot think, and every other person is stoned out of their mind, four members of that Colorado Supreme Court have said, "Uh, we don't like Trump. And so we're going to, you know, we're going to protect the nation from him. We're going to protect democracy. We're going to protect the important institutions. Okay. How are we doing that again? Well, we're going to deny you the opportunity to vote for someone you may or may not want to vote for. Let's think about this for a second. Was former President Trump in any danger of winning the general election vote in Colorado? Nope. Colorado has become solidly blue, has it not? Now, there was a time, and we want to go back in history, it was, it was red, and then it was purple, but man, it is, it, it's bluer than blue. So, Donald Trump wasn't ever going to win Colorado, but by doing this, a couple of things have happened. Number one, as the left often does, they projected on others what they themselves are doing. They keep telling us that, that that Donald Trump and people who support Donald Trump and those of us who, I don't know, went to a casino named Trump, that we are all responsible for these threats against uh, liberty and justice and the American way. And But they're the ones. They're the ones who are doing exactly those things. They're going to be questioned? Of course not. However... Once this case winds up in front of the Supreme Court of the United States, what do you think is going to happen? Now, if the Supremes hold true to, well, uh, upholding, defending, supporting, understanding the Constitution, 
it should be a nine to nothing vote that says, no, you can't do that. Could there be one or two U.S. Supreme Court justices who put their personal politics in front of the Constitution? I suppose that's possible. I hope not. God, I hope not. But it's going to be tough if we have a member of the Supreme Court who's a woman who can't tell you what a woman is. If she can then decide what is or is not constitutional, I don't know. But I'm a little concerned. And I'm concerned in a direction that a lot of people are, are not going to see or not going to appreciate. I don't think you have to like Donald Trump. In fact, I would dare say if you're one of those folks who hates Donald Trump, this is a terrible thing for you. Terrible thing. Because what is happening right now is exactly what former President Trump and his strongest supporters have said all along. You can't beat him at the ballot box. You you don't have ideas or policies or thoughts or values or ideals, but that's another issue. And so you are going to employ every sort of underhanded, sneaky thing to keep him from regaining the presidency? I, I look at my, my own house, my own family. I, in 2016, I, I, I didn't see Donald Trump. I, I was not one of the original Donald Trump people. In fact, I kept thinking and I kept telling people, oh, he's not really running for president. It's not possible. No. And I, I didn't mean it in a nasty way. I just thought he's 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 busy. He's busy building businesses and employing people and producing things and creating jobs and and starring on television shows. And why on earth would he want to be burdened with being president of the United States? Why take such a pay cut? And then he ran. And even as he was winning, I thought, no. I remember saying to someone. He's he's going to drop out before he gets to that that date. You know, there's going to be a date where he's going to have to file certain paperwork and they have to release. No, he's he's just he's out before then. There's no way. And then he's the nominee. And then he's the president of the United States. I'm going to tell you something. I sat there. And I thought, well, okay, you're my president. And I want you to succeed. And I looked at the economy, just as an example. We, we've never had an economy like this. Cooking on all cylinders. It was great. We were respected around the world. Well, some people thought he was crazy. I don't care. Whether it's, it's, it's Vladimir Putin or the other ones. Well, Jeff, they, they, they just thought he was nuts. Okay, I'll take nuts. I really will. I'll take nuts over week if that's the perception. And so there were some who looked at Donald Trump as I did and said, man, that is a strong guy. And there's others, oh, my God, he's just crazy. I'll take either one because it kept every one of these real lunatics and dictators and bad people who hate this nation around the world, kept them in check. Take a look at the Middle East right now. We'll talk about it in a moment. But think about this. Donald Trump brought these people together. Those Abrahamic Accords, man, it was like nothing we had ever seen. 
What else did he do? He moved the embassy. Since the day the modern state of Israel was started in 1948, presidents, Republican, presidents, Democrats said, well, well, we'll move the embassy. So we just we can't do it now because it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a day that ends in Y. But once we get past that, man, we're all on board. And they dithered and they lied to us. And then Donald Trump gets there and he says, hey, uh, we got to move the embassy. Oh, no, 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 Mr. President, you can't do that. Can't do that. No, 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 it's not good. Why? Well, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we have a building in Jerusalem? Yeah. And, and we've got a building in Tel Aviv. Yeah. And, and they each can hold the same number of people? Yeah, pretty much. So basically what you're telling me is you have to switch the sign on the front door? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, get it done. Thank you. And it got done. Now, the real reason was that a lot of these uh, State Department people who are at the, quote, embassy in Tel Aviv, they like Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv is a party city. Right, you can sit there, have a great drink, look at the sea. Lots of parties there. Jerusalem, not exactly known for the nightlife. But Donald Trump got it done. Now, I'm going to share with you in just a moment the the cheering, the absolute cheerleading that the members of the legacy news media ranks are engaged in right now as Colorado takes this unprecedented step. It's awful, it's dangerous. And uh, we'll analyze it. Now, a couple of things to remember. Of course, glennbeck.com, theblaze.com. You want to stay up to date on anything and everything that is going on. That is the only way to do it, uh, theblaze.com. Remember, you want to participate. Always happy to have you. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. I do ask you to hang out with me on social media. Follow Jeff Cat Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Cat Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. And The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. It is Jeff in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn what happens When you get a collection of folks who all think the same, doesn't it become, it's like a hive, right? Think about that. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how we are seeing this play out. Colorado, the four justices there, four of them, that's all, out of seven. Now, I don't know who those other three justices in Colorado were. It's a 200-page decision. Filled with legalese and here two fours and where two fours and those two fours and two by fours and all the rest of this stuff. But it says we've decided 
you can't vote for this guy. You're not. Well, let me phrase that. You don't. You're, we're not even going to give you the opportunity to vote for this guy. We're not campaigning for anybody else, but you can't vote for him. Sounds like a campaign to me. Call me crazy, but I think that's what it is. Now, having said that, I want you to hear. I just want you to hear some of our friends over at CNN. Can we hear uh, cut number one, please? Well, the former president did not waste any time fundraising off of this ruling. His campaign sent out emails immediately trying to fundraise, accusing Democrats of trying to keep Trump off the ballot because he will beat President Biden. So let's start our coverage with CNN's Marshall Cohen. You know this case inside and out. Explain what it means to people this morning. Well, Poppy, good morning. This is a historic level of accountability for January 6th and for Donald Trump's actions on January 6th. Now, as you mentioned, this is probably not the final word because Donald Trump will appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. But for this moment in time, this is a huge dose of accountability and a punishment for January 6th. The Colorado Supreme Court, in a four to three decision ruling that Donald Trump engaged in the insurrection, that the insurrectionist ban in the 14th Amendment applies to the presidency, and that he is ineligible to hold any future office. That's the finding from the majority opinion. Uh-huh. Okay, so, 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 so riddle me this, Batman. When and where was this insurrection? See, insurrection is actually a legal term. Now, I, I am not a practitioner of the dark arts. I'm not an attorney, much to the chagrin of my parents. But uh, where did this insurrection taste take place? When did it take January 6th, Jeff? Okay, can you show me? And I, and I am as serious as a heart attack in this one. Can you show me exactly where it was and when it was and how it was? and why? When did Donald Trump take part in this, quote, insurrection now you may not like donald trump i got it there are lots of people that don't like donald trump as i said in my very own house my wife cannot stand some of the things that donald trump has uh, said and done right grab him by the really jeff would you have your sons no i promise you i would not ask the former president to uh tell my sons about uh uh dating history or or personal relationships or how to put together tweets. Okay. But I would say to them, as I have, and as I've said to my wife, when Donald Trump was president, those boys had a chance. Now, they're smart guys. My oldest son is finishing up uh, Stanford University, his undergraduate, have a bachelor's in something, I don't know. But he's a brilliant kid. But he's been corrupted and brainwashed. I said, you know, you're you and your friends are going to woke yourselves right out of opportunities. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, okay, whatever. And my youngest guy, he's up in uh, Ithaca, New York, at Ithaca College. He's the guy who wants to get along with everybody. He wants everybody to be happy, and uh, he's the he's the fixer. You know, the nice guy studying psychology. He doesn't really talk about politics, so I don't. I'm, 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 I don't know where he is politically, but I, I have a sense he's on the wrong side. But why would you work against your own opportunity? And that's what they're doing. And why on earth? How on earth could we allow anybody to say we're going to keep you 
from voting for the person that you want to vote for. I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. Never, ever, 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 ever. Why? Well, because I grew up in Philadelphia and Joe Biden has pretty much been in public life, public office since uh, since I was a child. And I've watched it because he was in Delaware, which is, you know, kind of like the uh, the attic for Philadelphia. And I know how dirty that guy is. I look at Biden and his gang of grifters that he's moved into the White House. And I think, good Lord, why are we not just referring to them as La Josa Nostra? And Trump, well, I'm willing to give him a chance again. I'd like this country to be great again. I really would. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. It is Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. It's the Christmas and the holiday season time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go, and looking years younger thanks to GenuCell. And from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than ever. 70% off at GenuCell.com. Christmas is only a week away. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See the troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed or your money back. Plus, included in every most popular package is the free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com Beck and enter the special code Beck right now for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. My mom and my wife love this stuff. You will too. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Miss a show? Listen anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Stick around. More after the break. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I, I have to share with you, I just have to do it. I, I can't uh, not do it. The the latest from Harvard, Dr. Claudine Gay, uh, apparently Harvard University announcing that they have found some additional instances uh, where she, um, well, copy and paste is such an ugly term. And, I, I, you know, this this dissertation of hers was written back in 1997. I don't even know. Did we have uh, copy and paste back then? Well, well, they found two more cases where uh, she, well, she copied and pasted. And, and they're against that. Sort of, kind of. I mean, she's okay. Not to worry. If you are thinking you got to go set up a GoFundMe for the president of Harvard University, I'm here to tell you she's going to be just fine. However, if your son or daughter engaged in that sort of nonsense, well, uh, now they're going to have problems. Why? Why? And I know the uh, the immediate reaction is, well, Jeff, she, she's ticking a lot of DEI boxes, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, right? She's a woman. She happens to be black. And she also happens to be the first 
black woman to ever head up Harvard. So, you know, she, she's good to go. Yeah, that's part of it. But that's not all of it. The bigger issue here behind the scenes is behind the scenes. It's the fact that the so-called Harvard Corporation, that's like the big board of directors for the whole Harvard operation. They just appointed her. She's relatively new to the job. And if they boot her now, yes, they're going to get pushback because the first black woman president of Harvard has now been fired. You betcha. There's going to be some real pushback. But the bigger issue is if they were to get rid of her now, it tells you how grossly incompetent they are. And it, it's all about self-preservation, right? They, they don't want you to know. They don't want anybody to know. So they have to stand with her. They stood with her as she sat there in front of Congress with those other two Ivy League presidents. And said, well, you know, uh, yeah, slaughter of the Jews, genocide. Well, I mean, uh, uh, it's like a Bill Clinton moment. It depends on what the meaning of is is. What's your meaning of genocide? Well, um, I'm thinking you're looking to uh, eliminate everybody who happens to be Jewish. Well, uh, yeah, you know, we we would be, well, we'd have to hear the context. And, and, And not just context. But it, were, were there any actions? You remember that? And I sat there and I thought, oh, oh. so what you're saying is, if I can just sort of spitball it for those of us who are not Harvard graduates, if the people were standing there saying, we want to slaughter all of the Jews at Harvard, you'd have to hear further context. You'd have to see some sort of action. If they actually began slaughtering the Jews at Harvard, would, would that be enough of an action, do you think? Would that... Uh, initiate any sort of administrative process where somebody got an angry email that may or may not have gone on their permanent record. It's really pretty straightforward. And at the same time, that's going on. And the wagons are being circled. Make no mistake. The wagons are now being circled by leftists against regular people. Because I think that's what former President Trump represents. And it's sort of an odd thing when you think about it, right? A, a billionaire it has been president of the United States, flies on private jets. I mean, this is a very different life than most of us have. But for me, at least, as a regular guy, I looked at him and went, well, yeah, good for you. Good for you. And thank you. Thank you for what I would describe as really growing into the job. Like I said, I... I was not on board. I thought, no, it's all, it's, it's a gimmick. It's a swerve. Something's going to happen here. He's, he's going to leave before the election. It's all to, to boost a new book or, or a new season of The Apprentice. And man, I look back and I don't mind telling you how wrong I was. I was unbelievably wrong. Completely and totally wrong. I looked at a guy who rolled up his sleeves and said, all right, well, let's, let's get to work here. We got a lot of stuff we got to do. Uh, would you hire him to be the master of ceremonies at your uh, your kid's cotillion? Probably not. Would you say to him, hey, could you fix this economy? Could you please take what's left of our American dream and make it real again? Well, let me tell you. The legacy news media folks are doing everything they can to keep us from having that opportunity. Let me give you another example. This is CBS. CBS, cut number three, please. 
How big of a deal is it? Yeah, you had it right, Gail, when you said this was stunning, but there is legal basis for this. The 14th Amendment exists for a reason, and the 14th Amendment says that someone who is an officer of the United States and who has taken an oath and who then engages in insurrection can't hold office as an officer of the United States. And this, these kinds of cases have been brought with regard to Donald Trump in many states all over the country. And up until now, every state has dismissed these cases on procedural grounds. They've said the Republican Party has a lot of leeway to decide who its nominee is. And so we're not going to inject ourselves at this moment. But Colorado is the first state where they found both that now the Supreme Court has found that he is an officer of the United States, the presidency is an office of the United States, and that he engaged in insurrection and therefore under the 14th Amendment he's disqualified. So David, let me ask you this. Uh, the Supreme Court will likely rule on this. Is this a shortcut way to get the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not Donald Trump did in fact incite an insurrection? I don't know if the Supreme Court of Colorado intended it as a shortcut, but that's how it's going to play out. And that's actually probably a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Because, again, I ask you, where and when? And what did he say? Because for the life of me, I can't find it. I, I, I know enough to know this is a legal term and that's a legal term and that word is defined this way. And, and for the life of me, I can't find this, this insurrection. Believe me when I tell you, had there been an insurrection, I would be one of the first to say, oh, my God, no. If the president of the United States was inviting people to overthrow the government, of course not. But all this talk about the 14th Amendment forced me to actually go back and, and, and read the 14th Amendment. How many of us have done that, by the way? How many of us have gone back and actually spent a few minutes, actually read some of the founding documents read not just the federalist papers but but the anti-federalist papers i i can remember being in dallas last year and i was actually in dallas because i was uh getting my uh certification with the ziggler organization as a ziggler legacy certified coach to me one of the highlights of my life because i i've always embraced zig ziggler and what he stood for and what he talked about and how he inspired people and how he motivated people. Now, some of it has a business angle, I know, but so much of it was just grounded in this idea that we're all people. I don't know how you define yourself, but number one for me is always child of God. And I think that's the same for everybody. I don't start with political affiliation, but anyway, so I'm in Dallas last year and I reached out to a Glenn and said, Hey, I'm in town. Can I can I come over and visit? Oh, absolutely. So I went over, spent a few minutes. But then I went through the museum. And I thought, good Lord, every single American needs to come through this museum. Every American, if they, they have the opportunity, needs to go through the museum. And, and see and read and appreciate what's, what's come before us. That's where we are right now. If you go back and read this pesky 14th Amendment that I've now been forced to relearn as a layman, you realize, oh my gosh, it's, it's set up for the Confederates. And if you're going to say former President Trump is now stripped from 
his opportunity to be on the ballot in Colorado because of this so-called insurrection. Well, by God, you've got to define insurrection and you've got to show me where it happened and when it happened and how he let it. Oh, and, and, and isn't there also this, this whole pesky idea about due process? I know the left is throwing legal action after legal action after legal action against him. But I haven't seen him convicted of any of these things. And you can hate him all you want. If that is your your personal feeling, maybe it's even your motivating goal each and every day, then by God, you have at it. But you do not have the right to not deny the rest of us the opportunity to vote for the man or the woman we believe we should vote for. That's part of what makes this country so amazing. This Colorado decision is nonsense, and it has to be overturned, has to be overturned by the Supreme Court of the United States, ASAP. I'll give you a little update on uh, uh, the, the, the continuing situation involving uh, Israel and Hamas. It's getting uglier. And there's so many useful idiots, not the least of which the, the presidents of those universities, and so many uber leftists and progressives say, oh, we need a ceasefire. I'll explain to you a little bit about that in just a moment. Now, quick little tip for you. I always share everything on social media so you can read all of it. You can see all of it. Uh, you can get ahead of everybody else over on X, formerly known as Twitter. If you don't mind, I mean, look, Glenn's got like 80 billion people following him. Uh, I could use a few more. So on X, formerly known as Twitter, Jeff Katz Show, if you don't mind, Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, over on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook and uh, my my website, jeffcats.us, jeffcats.us. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. How's your car working these days? Let's just say you're driving a vehicle that's out of warranty and it breaks down. Then what do you do besides panic? Auto repair costs are up 20% from last year. Well, if you have a car protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down and they can have yours as well. Look, even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive cost. CarShield covers repairs for more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big-ticket items like transmissions. And there's no long-term contract. You get flexible monthly payments so you can afford and lock in that price that will never go up no matter how many claims you file. And if your car breaks down, you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So get coverage like I have. Call CarShield today, 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan and lock in your price. 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back it's the glenn beck program jeff katz happy to be sitting in for glenn remind you 888-727-BECK 888-727-BECK as i take a look at the middle east and we all have to look at the middle east and I know I've had some friends say, well, you know, Jeff, 
<laughs> excuse me, it's a, it's a Jewish thing, right? Well, no. I mean, for me it is, but not for you, maybe. This is about society. This is about the Western world. This is about values. I've, I've heard repeatedly now from, from thoroughly useful idiots in the United States. Well, we, you know, they need a ceasefire, Jeff. Okay. What do you mean by ceasefire? Again, words are supposed to have meanings. And I know as we're, we're getting ready to head into 2024, the reality is that for some, words are sort of, they're, they're, they're defungible, right? Well, you could be a boy on Monday and a girl on Wednesday and a, I don't know, a coffee mug on Thursday and, and draperies on Friday. Whatever you want, you just be whatever you want. And you get to pick your own pronouns. All right, well, go ahead and knock yourself out. Can I choose his majesty or his, well, that's just silly. Oh, my bad. So what do you mean by a ceasefire? Because you see, Israel continues to offer Hamas a seven-day ceasefire but there are conditions the conditions are number one you in Hamas actually abide by the terms of the ceasefire because you're not really doing that and number two and maybe it should be number one you have to release hostages and Hamas continually says nope not interested not going to do it And yet we have folks like uh, Secretary Austin going to Israel to tell Bibi Netanyahu, hey, you got to dial this back a little bit. Too many civilians are being killed. Well, we all would agree that too many civilians have been killed, would we not? I mean, honest to goodness, we're all decent people. You take a look at the situation, you take a look at the conflict, every single solitary one of us who is a decent person says there have been too many civilian deaths but can we not include the 1200 or so innocent people who were slaughtered on october the 7th because they keep getting just just overlooked i hear these descriptions of people in gaza jeff half of the population are children well once again i've got to ask you to define a term what do you mean by child i hear child and i'm thinking toddler I'm thinking one of my little guys when he was re- when they were really little, you know, two, three, four, five, six little kids. Those are children. Half the population are children, Jeff. Children, it appears, would include those who are 17 years old, 17 year old young men who have participated in violence against innocent people in Israel. Are they children, too? Because I've got a sneaking suspicion there might be a slightly different description that comes into play. We're seeing now anti-Semitism, Jew hatred, the likes of which we have not seen since the time of Hitler. I am very, very concerned. I'm going to ask you to uh, stay with me and on social media. Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. JeffKatz.us is the website. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.